previously on Those Were the Days. In podcasting, there is nothing so becomes a man as modest silliness and historical inaccuracies. A horse. A horse. Twin Peaks had me hooked. Hello there. But he has entered his Brian Blessed era. I always forget how big his teeth are. Gosh, that's him. Holy crap. That is amazing. Once more into the breach, dear friends. Once more. That got me. <laughs> King Richard III is some kind of disfigured monster who mutilates his nephews and children. Those were the days is filmed before a live internet audience. Welcome to Those Were the Days. Everyone stand for the pledge. Quando omni flunkis moritati. All right, sit down. <laughs> we'll start with the podcaster's prayer. I'm, I'm a, a podcaster, but I can, I can change. If, if I, I have, have to, to, I guess. I guess. <laughs> All right. Tonight we are talking, we're... we're Going back north of the border to talk about one of my all-time favorite shows, The Red Green Show. Uh, but here, the Possum Lodge, we need to take roll. I start with Brother Steven. If The Red Green Show taught me one thing, it's never underestimate what can be done with a roll of duct tape and a dream. Brother Audie. So I went to pick up some fireworks, but I stopped and talked to this guy outside the store and he talked me out of it. He convinced me that rather than some little light pops going off, that I'd want to see chunks of dirt and wood flying in the air with thunderous explosions. So I got some dynamite from him, and now I have all kinds of cool stuff I'm going to blow up. And like he told me, like fireworks, I'm naming them after the stuff they're blowing up. First, I've got the exploding laundry bin with a cracked handle. <laughs> Next is the exploding, I should have just trashed this old tent. Then there's the exploding, even Goodwill won't take these clothes. And finally, the exploding, I forgot to clean the grill too many times. Now I just gotta find the right music to set my explosions to. And find the remote detonator. (laughs) And Brother Travis. Look, if I have learned anything the past week watching this show, it's that any problem can be fixed using one of these three things. Liberal application of duct tape. Dispensing of questionable advice with extreme confidence and explosives. Lots and lots of explosives. <laughs> so as I said, we are talking about the Red Green Show, uh, aired from April of 1991 to April of 2006 for 305 episodes, something like that. 305 episodes of this show. Holy smokes. Now, I don't remember if I mentioned it in the actual show last week or if it was in the post show, but I did consider this show for pilots, but the pilot is fine. The pilot is fine. <laughs> but they, obviously with a thing like, with the show like this, it, it gets its footing, right? It, mm-hmm. it needs a little time to... To rev up. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this show. This is a my dad show. 
100% my dad looks like Red. Um, I bought him the suspenders for Father's Day one year. He, um, I have gotten to his house and he has said, come here, let me show you my invention. Um, so this, <laughs> this is a show that is very, very near and dear to my heart. Um, uh, and I just thank PBS every day for picking it up because it was a very important part of my, of my younger years. But I want to know what you guys have for a history with red green and let's start this week with travis so i watched red green a lot growing up it played on our local pbs station wcmu um it was on saturday nights and i remember afterwards was the real short thing called starwalk that i also adored so it would be red green show and starwalk and I used I utilized a lot of red greenisms when I was growing up because I had friends of mine that would watch it too so we would go back and forth with it. It was just a show that it, this was comfort for me just going back like a just wrapping myself up in the nice warm flannel uh blanket. <laughs> How about you, Audie? This is my first time ever watching the Red Green show. Yay. So <laughs> and it was a delight. I'm going to go ahead and spoiler alert. It was a delight. <laughs> I dug it. Awesome. How about you, Steven? I'm one of those people that heard of Red Green, but had never actually watched it. I think I've seen Travis post his GIF a million times. It's Travis's GIF, not the internet's GIF of Red <laughs> Green, saying, I'm pulling for you. We're all in this together. Uh, and I, I had a friend uh, growing up whose dad looked just like Red Green, and everyone always told him, your dad looks just like Red Green. And I stood on the sidelines laughing like I knew what they were talking about. <laughs> but I didn't. I had no clue. Uh, and I'm very thankful that you all forced me into watching this. Because it's funny, last week I know I looked real excited when it was announced. It was because of just being in the in the uh, neighboring vicinity of red-green conversations <laughs> that I knew I was in for a treat. Um, I didn't know what I was going to get, but I knew I was in for a treat. Uh, so, yeah, thank you uh, for putting putting this on the list. Awesome. I'm so excited. I picked this episode. So we watched season six? Mm. Nine. Nine. Episode Nine. six. Yeah. Close. Coup de episode gras. six? Seven? Seven. Oh, okay. Seven. I don't know. Coup de grass is the name of the episode. Uh, we got it then. We're yeah. all on the yeah, same Yeah, we're all there. Yep. Season nine, episode seven. I'm glad seven. we found out live. I'm bad uh, that's at numbers. Important. It's all fine. <laughs> I put it right in the notes. I just look yeah, the way stuff is posted. Sometimes you can't even trust the numbers. Like that's true. Yeah, no. having the title helps a lot more. So yeah. much. Um, it's also apparently available on YouTube. They have their own YouTube channel where the entire show is available. Nice, which is great. Love that. Um, so the. The main character is Red Green, who is the uh, president of the Possum Lodge um, out in the fictional town of Possum Lake, Ontario, uh, which is near the also fictional town of Port Asbestos, which is just mm -hmm. very good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so it all takes place in the Possum Lodge. And it always ends with the, the call to meeting, which I'm pretty sure that's not the sound a possum makes, but... I don't know enough to really be confident about that. I don't think it is. Um, yeah. And it's sort of, it, it's it's a show that's sort of a mix of like your, think like home improvement sitcom, 
but also kind of a sketch show. And it is very much mm-hmm. that like public access television feel yep. um, because we get a lot of segments and we get a, we didn't get a lot of Harold in this episode, which is kind of a bummer because I do love Harold, but we got a lot of segments and I feel like that's good. So this, yeah. this episode really lets you know what you're in for. If you have never seen it before with the cold open of red explaining how to tint your windshield. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and the problem with tinting your windshield is that you know, you do the you do the do it yourself and it gets all wrinkly and bubbly and that's terrible and you know, and then at night it's too hard to see. And so he's taken a whole bunch of flip-up sunglasses <laughs> and attached them all together to the windshield of the van. And then you can just flip them up. All the mm-hmm. visibility you need. Mm-hmm. That's the cold open, and it's just the best beginning to let you know <laughs> what you're about to watch. I feel like for sure, it was wonderful. That was, I think, that was a Ford F two fifty that he fashioned oh, it, yeah, those uh, well sunglasses too. Yeah, because I wanted it. Um, <laughs> I, was like, I, was, I would like that truck, please. Thank you, well, Mr. Great. And it was uh, great. Yeah, it was an ongoing kind of gag that he had a whole bunch of vehicles, but most of them didn't run except for the Possum van, which was like an old yes. Chevy van that had that was painted up to look like it a has possum. a Possum on the side. Yeah. Oh, it's very mm-hmm. good. Oh. Yeah, um, that's great. But he has a bunch of other vehicles, one of them being that truck that just doesn't run. It just sits there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they fix it all the time. Just, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, yeah. And I got to say, the funniest part about this cold open is for half a second, I was like, I kind of want that. <laughs> it's really good, As right? somebody mm-hmm. who drives into the sun every morning now, especially since the time change, I was just like, I yeah. wouldn't mind that. Yeah. That yeah. might work. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get... Uh, inside the lodge and Red comes in with his bucket of grass and his bag of grass seed. And wouldn't you know something miraculous has happened. Now he knocked (laughs) over a shelf in the shed a little while back. All the chemicals and paint and things fell on some grass seed down on the dirt floor. And when you know six months later it's this grass that only grows about two inches tall and stops. And this is going to revolutionize everything. I, it's so good because they're always, there's like always a hijinks, right? Mm-hmm. Like always. Um, and in this one, we're going to make, we're going to first, we're going to replant all the grass at the lodge because mm-hmm. we'll never have to mow, but we're going to sell the mowers. Right. Um, and, uh, so we're going to tell everybody about this great seed, but not until after. We sell the mowers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got to get rid of the mowers um, first. Yeah. <laughs> Good plan. Especially that one with a uh, wrench for a lawnmower blade. We want to get wrench rid of that for, one. Yeah. Listen, oh, that these are not going to sell for much. I've never seen a big <laughs> wrench for a lawnmower blade, which is a thing. Like, that. this is what I'm saying, and this is a My Dad show. Like, if what you've got is a wrench, you could make it into uh, a lawnmower blade if you had to. It would I be mean, uh, angle grinder in a little bit of time? Say, any yeah. metal object is a lawnmower blade. Possible. Exactly. Extremely possible. Yeah. Yeah. Not great. I, I identified right. in many ways with this show. Okay, good. Uh, I kind of figured Redneck engineering happening yeah. mm-hmm. on, on this thing. Exactly. <laughs> yep, and we got to meet um, uh, Dalton Humphrey. 
which is yes. one of Red's best friends, who runs like the uh, the general store in Possum Lodge. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just incredibly cheap and uh, tries to make as much money as possible. So then we cut to um, a very important segment with Edgar K. B. Montrose um, teaching us about fireworks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or rather, fireworks are lame. Let's right. blow up furniture. Of course. So the yeah, best part is so he, he, cannot, he cannot hear. <laughs> because he, like, he's very much like, um, oh, no, I forget his name. What's the Muppet that always does the explosives? Oh, um, oh, okay, shoot. Good. I'm glad that no one had nah, it. None of us can remember uh, his name. Oh, good. I can see him. <laughs> yep. I could draw him. Yeah, I can. I can yeah. Crazy I Harry. Could, a police it's sketch. Yeah, it's Crazy Harry. Yes. That's right. Yep. It's Crazy Harry. That's it. That's the one. Crazy Harry's got dynamite. He's, he's got that. He's slightly less crazy, but still very similar. Um, mm-hmm. So we're going to blow up furniture. And so like fireworks are named by what they look like and what they are, we're going to name these um, like we do. So that's, um, you know, exploding dresser and mm-hmm. exploding computer desk and exploding wardrobe. And then it's like it scrolls over, it like pans over to a bed. Like it's just a bed. Mm-hmm. He's like, I haven't named that one yet. but it's my favorite it's so good yeah but it's my favorite by the way edgar edgar kb montrose played by graham green who i recognized right away and is great and there absolutely it wasn't in this episode but there is an episode of the show Mm -hmm. where they watch dances with wolves and edgar says hey that native fellow there should have won an oscar for this which was it was him it's so good that's great. Um, so we, we cut back to the lodge, and good news. Uh, animal control's coming in, because we've got, it's it's a wild animal day. <laughs> um, and we get Ed, Ed Frid is coming in to teach us about animals. I love Ed. <laughs> so Ed comes in real upset with a falcon. And, and Red is very excited. Oh, he's got the falcon. This is great. Mm-hmm. And so now, I don't know about you guys, but I did immediately catch on that the glove was on the other hand. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Notice that. I, yep. I was like, mm-hmm. that's not how you do that. No. Um, and that was not his intention. Um, uh, he's very afraid of this bird, <laughs> which it just makes me think of like the old Tonight shows. Yeah. When like Jack yes. Hanna would bring animals on and but stuff. That's <laughs> like, like that's what I loved. The Ed Frid character was afraid of all the animals, and this was yeah. a recurring segment. He would bring in different animals, and he was always afraid of them. Yeah. And so I loved that. But I love him coming. Like the writing in this and the comedic timing of everything was great. Shouldn't you have one of those gloves? Oh, like this? Yeah, that's yeah. probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I recommend that. I love the line when he just says, "We're looking at a very violent bird here." Yeah. <laughs> well, is he, isn't he? Isn't he kind of tame? Well, it was, but he's getting older, and now he's. <laughs> it's a very violent bird. It's not. It's not bleeding a whole lot there. Well, I I suspect that once the talons come out of my skin, some bandages. <laughs> yeah, probably going to be so a good, good. idea. Good. That's one of my favorite things, right, is the animal expert that just, like, cannot stand yep. the animals mm-hmm. in any way. Um, <laughs> so good. 
So uh, it turns out, though, that the bird is, in fact, no longer with us. Um, and it's just attached. And it's so good how we found it out because he goes to check his watch. And right. the bird is just <laughs> clinging to his arm upside down. And Red's like, mm, that does not look good. It's not, it's not great. Um, yeah, at one point Red says, well, I don't know. He looks pretty calm to me. And he just goes, that's what he wants you to think. <laughs> <laughs> so after the wild animal segment we get to what i feel is the best part of this particular episode and winds up being the best part of a lot of the episodes and this is our handyman corner oh man yeah so now um a big screen tv and a surround system will set your back about ten thousand dollars chances are if you've got that kind of money you're not watching this show. <laughs> so good. But don't even worry about it. You can make your own with a nine-inch black and white TV mm-hmm. and a recliner. The best, I the beginning, I love, right? And the, like, well, you have to figure out where you want to put it. And he just pops the, like, footstool up on the mm-hmm. recliner. And he's like, I think I see it. <laughs> so all right so we've got a tv and we've mounted it on the on the footrest of the recliner um and how are you gonna make this little nine inch tv look big well binoculars obviously yep. mm-hmm. um which are perfectly mounted on a uh broomstick mm-hmm. so you don't want to hold that that's ridiculous no, no yeah that's just that's just crazy mounted, stay in focus this is great I love it. I love how he says you want to make it look big the same way you make horses at the horse track look big. <laughs> or that neighbor in the bikini. <laughs> so good. Like, all right. Um, and then, um, well, we've got these 3D glasses. And this is going to this is gonna be award-winning right here. This right yeah. here is going to be award-winning. We're going to put... what gets him the Emmy. Yeah. Going to duct tape some of these... Uh, some of these 3D glasses to the ends of the binoculars. There, now you're getting now you're getting two visual effects in one. <laughs> <sighs> I love it. Um, all right, so we've got that established. No problem. Time for surround sound. I snort mm-hmm. laughed so hard. Guys, I, <laughs> I absolutely lost it at surround sound because in surround sound you have speakers all over the place and there's no room for you so uh with his method you can uh you can make the sounds around you by mounting a speaker on a ceiling fan yes it's perfect. perfectly reasonable mm-hmm I, I, it's sound to me like it's it right. sounds like a good idea i get it i'm in uh, and then you can make it go at whatever speed you want. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, he does also attach a satellite dish because right. obviously, yeah. obviously, it is a colander, but that's fine. <laughs> so he gets in his little setup and uh, he, he's ready to go. And then he's got an oar <laughs> so that he can <laughs> reorient his chair to point and the right thereby satellite. the satellite dish. <laughs> I don't know if any of you had to do the rabbit ears and the and the oh, foil yeah. and the like. Mm, nobody no, move. Yeah. We're there. The and funniest the thing about this segment is that a lot of times we're watching shows that are 
quite dated in what they're talking about. And somehow, TV technology has advanced and yet hasn't advanced enough (laughs) that everything he's talking about is something we absolutely can still understand. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's amazing. Even with the 3D glasses, I'm like, you could make an argument for 3D TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like the handyman's corner, I think was probably the genesis of this show because I, I think oh, it yeah. was Steve Smith who plays Red Green. I think that was part of his stand up that he was doing and like the the way the character got brought about um was for the handyman's corner and of course he's always got the handyman's secret weapon, which is duct tape. Duct tape. Everything duct mm-hmm. tape together. There was a Dang there right. was a handyman's corner. It's always Almost always the highlight of an episode is Handyman's Corner. Yeah. Uh, there was one where he need, there was a gas shortage. So he needed to get a bigger gas tank for the possum van. Mm. And so what he ended up doing was figuring out that he could put a different car on top of the possum van to drive it <laughs> and use the possum van as the gas tank. And he just duct taped them together <laughs> so he could drive it around. Like it's stuff like that. It was, it was that kind of ingenuity every single time. It was so good. Yeah, I love Handyman's Corner. It's so good. It's um, there's a there's a line from um, an old Top Gear episode that I have. It's been my email handle for like well over like my email signature for well over a decade. I forget it's there, and it's um, that's an ingenious solution to a problem that should never have existed. <laughs> and I just, like it's a lot like that. That's awesome. Um. Okay. And oh, so and the handyman's, to... but the handyman's corner always ends. Oh, yeah, ends with, well, if the women if don't women find you don't handsome, don't find you handsome. They, they should at least find you handy. <laughs> the number true. of responses we got on social media yes, posts that were just that that were just that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a lot, and we appreciate it. Yes. Um. All right. So now we get a little advice. And I hope that it was, you know, very helpful for you guys. Because it's um, for some of the older fellas, like a little bit older fellas, who get in trouble when they try to help. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, the gist of it is that when you're saying, here, give me that, you're not telling your loved ones that they can't do uh, what what needs to be done. It's that you've already messed up so many times that you know, you don't need them to experience their own failures. (laughs) Um, These are always real good, too. I I like, because he's usually sitting at his little fly-tying table. Just, you know, Mm -hmm. we're just going to have a little chat, guys. Uh, It's like a a weird redneck version of Andy Rooney's Yes, in 60 minutes. Yes, it is. That's because that's, it's got the lighting is the same, and he's sitting down in a mm-hmm. spot, and he's talking to the camera. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, ah, I see where they got this from, but much more relevant and useful yeah. uh, than yeah. Andy Rooney. <laughs> um, and, it, and it ends with, uh, you know, we're all in this together. Pull mm-hmm. it for you. We're all in this together, which is really sweet, quite frankly. That's a really great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is like a, a, a weird Mr. Rogers for grownups. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's almost the same flavor. Just, you know, a little bit of extra tang in there. Yeah. it's this Mr. Really... Rogers is vanilla, and this is lime sherbet. 
this it's this really it's this really funny send up of like man things also yep. mm-hmm. right like if yeah, yeah. if like the man show is the epitome of toxic masculinity which it you know is pretty much was this is like mm-hmm. not that even a little. this is just yeah. guys being guys and doing their very best mm-hmm. and, yeah you know in the least offensive way yeah just, right they're not hurting anybody no. they're just this is just them do you just doing what they do all right so now we check back in on the lawn mm-hmm. <laughs> um so they they reseated the whole lawn uh the lawn is now a foot tall. Yep. And wet and sticky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to the point where they are sticking to the ground. <laughs> uh, and it smells like paint or kerosene or nuclear waste. Which I don't know that that's a smell so much as like a feeling. <laughs> but I don't know. A little know. tingle. Yeah. Tingle in the thyroid yeah. gland. And you know. if anybody wants to know... Wants to see the height of commit to the bit. Watch this segment and the rest of the show and how these men walk in and out mm-hmm. of that place. Yep. It's so, so good. good. They're perfect. Um So we get I don't remember I don't remember the sewer the sewage worker's name. Uh that is Winston Rothschild the third. Okay, that is Winston. Okay. Which is great. Like that's the that's his name <laughs> as a uh-huh. Yeah, Winston Winston Rothschild the third, who runs Rothschild's sewage septic uh, sewage sucking service. Yeah. So we learn that um, there's a drought, and so it's really quite a miracle that this grass is growing so high. Mm-hmm. Because um, everywhere else is just brown, um, but it's amazing <laughs> that it's growing so high. Um, the good news is. Uh, the good news is that Dalton has sold the lawnmowers to some idiot from the city mm-hmm. for a hundred bucks. Yeah. You're like, whoa, that's great. For it's like, no, 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 no. We gotta, we gotta, you got you got his number. You gotta call him. We gotta call off the deal. We need the mowers back because <laughs> the grass won't stop growing. Him. This is so good. So he calls him. He's like, well, he says he'll give him back, but he wants the hundred dollars back. It's like, that's fine. Whatever. And he wants an extra fifty dollars. Fine, fine, whatever. But we'll yeah, be but out fifty dollars. We'll be out fifty dollars. Not if he takes a check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Amazing. And they all the laugh. They all get the joke. Thing that... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Back in the day, it was like a promise that this was going to give yeah, you money yeah, yeah, yeah. at some point. <laughs> uh, but sometimes that didn't happen. No. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't get money. You had a piece of paper with someone's name on it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so now we're going to visit Ranger Gord. Oh. This was my Ran- personal favorite segment. It's oh, really, really it. good. Um, Ranger Gord. I don't know. I don't know if it, the Ranger Station is always an interesting time. I don't know that it was always Ranger Gord, but. It was, there was a Ranger segment that was very different. In the it pilot. was Ranger Gord for most of the series. He was on it okay. from like 91 to 04. Okay. And so it was him, but his character did develop quite a bit in the interim. Yeah. Um, Ranger Gord, by the way, whose, whose name in the series is Gord Ranger. 
So he likes yeah. to be called Ranger <laughs> Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's a piece of work. So yeah, Red he... goes out there to the fire tower to visit him. And he's like, oh, did you get my message? You know, I, I got a new, I worked on my new animation and it, and it's ready. Did you get my message? And he's like, obviously not because I'm here. <laughs> he's like, oh, you know, would you like to use the restroom before we start? I'd like to use the exit. Right. It's so good and so snappy. Offers him popcorn. Oh, I prefer it Offers when it's popcorn. popped. Yeah. Yeah. All right, this animation, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this animation, this animation looked like the animations you would find in like a storybook CD-ROM yeah. game yes. Yes. from yes. the nineties. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just imagine playing some adventure game involving the sun and a lightning gun, mm-hmm. and then this is the animation that plays when you solve the puzzle. It was just yeah. MS Paint level artistry, yep. and I was all about it. It was. It was great. So Ranger Gord is like a superhero. He's just like Mm -hmm. the biggest, strongest, handsomest. And then Red and Harold are possums. A possum and a beaver. A possum and a beaver. Because they they have to poke fun at Harold's overbite. Because we only only got Harold one segment we we haven't got to yet. Yeah. Yeah. I do. That is the only regret I have on this episode is not more Harold. Because Harold is phenomenal. Um, so it's supposed to be a video teaching you about sun safety. Yeah. You know, (laughs) like wearing sunscreen and not Mm -hmm. staying out in the sun too long. Wrong. And, uh, Ranger Gord is like, that's ridiculous. The sun, uh, shoots harmful rays at the earth. And so we're going to take it out. Here's a gun. (laughs) We're going to shoot rays back at it. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. Um, well, wouldn't you know, uh, Red gets immediately zapped by the sun's harmful rays, death rays. Um, and Harold tries to shoot it, right, and misses, or mm-hmm. doesn't do it. I can't remember exactly. The and sun then, dodges. The sun just yeah, dodges yeah, yeah. shots, yeah. Um, and Harold gets toasted. <laughs> and so, of course, uh, Ranger Gord flies up to the sun, puts it in a chokehold, mm-hmm. <laughs> and makes it promise not to shoot harmful rays at the earth anymore. Yep. <laughs> which it does make this promise, obviously. Of course. And it ends with him being like, all right, well, you don't have to wear sunscreen anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd also like to point out how, how obnoxiously large Ranger Gord is in this Enormous. animation. Or mm-hmm. How he views himself is like yep. the tiniest waist and the massivest upper mm-hmm. body he makes, you've he ever makes seen. He makes Gaston from Beauty and the Beast yes. look reasonable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Gaston. Right. But, but worse. So it's good. like Popeye, but all of his body is proportional like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Instead of just his forearms. Which and like Ranger I just love this idea. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Travis. No, Ra- Ranger Gord was another just great character, right? Because he was always like for the longest time he was in his fire tower and he stopped getting paid, but he didn't care. Like he just he kept doing it. And at one point, uh I think Red even tells him like I think they uh he, he thinks that he doesn't get talked to by his superiors because he's doing such a good job they don't need to and red's like nah i, I 
I think they just forgot about you out here. <laughs> because he became a ranger because he was convinced that Smokey Bear was speaking directly to him. Oh, that's about right. Only you can prevent forest fires. And he thought he meant literally <laughs> only Gord could prevent forest fires. And he had to become a ranger because of it. In the pilot episode, wow. he's like up in the tower. Like Red goes to visit. He's up in the tower and he's like upset and alone and afraid. And he's like begging Red not to leave. And Red's like, you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. There was a good bit of that. They they changed because the original, I think the pilot episode in like the first couple of seasons, the, the tower was a treehouse on Steve Smith's property they used. So good. And they eventually yeah. got to a set. But part of the reason they wrote that out is... Um, the original tower gourd ran out of cream corn and got hungry, so he ate the legs off the tower and it fell over. <laughs> so he had to move to a new tower. Wow! <laughs> because that's Shows the reasonable uh, yeah. excuse. Exactly. Yeah. I just the, oh, yeah. the gorilla, the gorilla style of everything on this show. Like you, we could make this show if we tried hard enough. You yeah. know, yeah. absolutely. It's just it's totally if. Chase your dreams, kids. Like, <laughs> if Red Green can make it, so can you. Just mm-hmm. write whip-smart stuff. It's, you know, can't be that sure. hard, right? Right. <laughs> Everybody would do it. All right. So now we have Mike's teen, teen time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Teen oh, talk. Mike Mike's teen talk. All right. So Mike, um, Mike's done some time. Mike is great. I love Mike. Um, so today we're having career day, so we needed somebody with a career, which it turns out it's Harold. Harold, who is, it's, Harold, uh, is Red's nephew, by the way. If you don't, if you haven't seen the show before, he is Red's nephew and usually is, or for the first several seasons, he was like the producer of the show. Yeah. And so that was what he, he would dress just like Red. And he was always around. He's just a real nerdy guy. Um, he so. had a um, he had like the the video switcher, which was oh, like yeah. it almost looked like a keytar. It was this big giant thing that he would like have on him, like wear on him on a strap to change mm-hmm. to the different segments and stuff. Yeah, it was nice. pretty good. Um, so <laughs> we're talking about well, what's a, what what is a career and. Um, it's the, it's like a, a job that you go to every day and, and you do all this work and you got the file, he does a lot of work with files and then mm-hmm. he's got like a really small file cabinet called an attache <laughs> that you can, uh, bring home with you. And then he's got this fancy telephone so his boss can call him anytime he needs anything. <laughs> and Mike's like, did they give you three square? <laughs> I love oh, I love Mike because everything for him is just equating back to his time in prison. Yeah. So mm-hmm. everything. And I love that he's like so so a job is like getting getting one to two, but a career is like You're twenty to life. life. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like I used to think a job was bad, but a career is even worse. <laughs> Also, Wayne Wayne Robson, yeah, Wayne Robson, who plays Mike, I love him. He's such a fun Mm -hmm. character actor because he just has a very unique look to him. Yes, he does. And again, dated, not dated television. 
Yep. Yeah. You do all this work, yeah. and then you take it home, and your boss can tell you what to do even at home. It's like, yeah, that's a career. It's like, <laughs> boy, things have not changed at all. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> really no, painful. This, the same thing. Yeah. Um, absolutely wild. All right. So things have come to head with the grass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they have. Right. Red comes in and he's like covered in green something. Mm-hmm. And you can see like the, the you can see the grass outside the window, first of all. And it's like coming in the door. And he's like, Well, grass is five feet high. Mowers won't cut it. Fumes make you lightheaded. And it turns everything green. Great. Mm-hmm. Seems seems like everything's working out. Mm. Um uh, so Winston comes in and uh, Winston and Dalton both both make their way back into the lodge mm-hmm. and uh, we're in trouble because it's getting dark out there. It's going to rain. This is a problem. Like if it's growing this well without water, what's it going to do now? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just like, well, we'll just test it on your little your little pot of grass over here. You pour some water on it, and it just dissolves and smokes a lot, quite mm-hmm. frankly. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, all right, so it just doesn't like water. And then the thunderstorm starts, and it starts to rain, and you can see through the window, which I was like, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's real. Like, come on. That's real good. Yeah. So you can see through the window, everything's sinking. And Winston's like, Oh, look at all that toxic runoff going in the lake. What are we going to do about that? They're just like, nah. 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 It's probably not the worst thing that's ever happened to that lake. <laughs> no, probably not. Really. <laughs> Problem solved. Um, and so we get the we get the Possum Lodge call to, mm-hmm. call to meeting. There we go. We go have our meeting, and that's the end of the episode. Because that's how all the meetings <laughs> end. Uh, they end with the. It's not the. It's, that's not the sound the possum makes. It's <laughs> no, like a pig. I think pig. possums just hiss. At they things. largely like hiss. Yeah, they just hiss at you. It yeah. was still still nice. Again, committing to the bit. Everybody walking in covered in green. Covered yep. in green. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, they did a great job. <laughs> I was a little bit bummed. This was during a run of the show where. Uh, Rick Green, who played Bill Smith, wasn't on episodes, and every almost every single episode of the Red Green Show would have the adventure Adventures with Bill, yeah, which was a segment that would be it looked like black and white home movies, and everything yeah. would be silent except for a couple of sound effects and Red narrating what's going narrating. on, and it would be <laughs> it would be Red with right, his so with his best there, friend Bill Bill Bill. Oh, Bill, yeah. Bill. The the pilot has one about uh, getting the canoe out of the out of the lake. Yep, because it's it's <laughs> pure slapstick. It is it's pu- yeah, absolutely. Oh, like, that's great! 100%. Like Buster Keaton level, yes. Buster Keaton nonsense. Three Stooges nice. level stuff. And it's always Bill trying to do some sort of outdoorsy thing, handyman thing, or like testing yep. out a sport. Like there's one where he tries to box, and so like he can't even get the boxing gloves on without knocking himself out and. He has to take his glasses off at one point, then he can't see. And also, like, they're hilarious. The adventures with Bill really were, were real good. Really good. Uh, so, yeah. So, I guess that's red-green. 
Mm-hmm. Trav, I already know that you really liked it. I, love it. I already know. I love it. I know so that much. you've watched more already. I know. Yeah. So I'm going to talk to the other two. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. <laughs> uh, Audie, you gave us like you gave us like the spoiler. Uh, but what did you think of Red yeah, Green? This was great. Really dug it. It's funny. The two shows that it reminded me a lot of was uh, kind of Hee Haw. Yeah. Without the, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Southern racism and misogyny as much. Sure. Um, also reminded me a lot of Hey Vern, It's Ernest. And that oh, kind of yeah. Yeah, man. sketch comedy stuff. But whereas Ernest, it was all about Ernest's stupidity. This was more about, hey, this is dumb, but might actually work. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that. <laughs> Uh, how about you, Steven? This is just life goals. Like, <laughs> all I saw watching this show was my future and what I wanted <laughs> to be. Uh, I, I've often had the dream of just finding myself a rocking chair somewhere with a good friend or a rotating cast of good friends who will come <laughs> sit next to me while we just solve the world's problems with a roll of duct tape and, you know, some, uh, some just banter, some witty banter. Uh, and that's what I want to do. I want this little place next to a lake with junk in the yard. Kind of like I want to be Red Sanford and Red Green, just combined. Mm-hmm. Red, yeah. Sanford. Red Sanford. Red Fox. Fred. You get yeah. where I'm going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want that. Yeah. I want that world. Yeah. Uh, that's where I want my men- that's what I want my mental space to look like mm-hmm. someday when I grow up. Uh, man, I love this show. I loved Good. it a lot. I could see sitting and watching it with my son. Uh, if I could ever, like, just yeah, wrench yeah. his eyes off of whatever nonsense the kids mm-hmm. are watching these days <laughs> and put it over here on quality television, uh, I, yeah, it was wonderful. Would A++. We'll watch again. And what, what I love about the Red Green Show is it is, it is all ages, family-friendly type stuff. There's nothing yeah. without it feeling sanitized. Like it's yeah. got yeah. it's got that little bit of an edge to it, but nothing that you wouldn't sit down and watch with your mom, type of thing. Or I wouldn't watch yeah. with my mm-hmm. mom, which that's a that's a bar that's you got to clear. That's a big gulp, yeah. Um, <laughs> and so that was that was part of it is like the memories because it was a thing that my parents would watch with us, and we all enjoyed it. We all laughed at it. Um, it's just because it was it was so silly, but it was so much fun, and yeah, it was great to go back and watch this. And they're all on Amazon Prime. Yeah, and YouTube. And YouTube. And YouTube, so you can just watch them. And it, it's the kind of thing. Available. Yeah, it's the kind of thing you can just throw on and, and watch. Because it's little bits and segments, you can kind of skip over things if you need to, if you're you know doing it while you're doing house you know stuff around the house or work or whatever. Yeah, you can usually listen in on whatever like the main thread of the episode is. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, I mean, because like, like the, the stuff with Bill, you do need to. You, you do need to watch Bill, right? Because it's <laughs> very physical. Comedy. Well, that's a that's a testament to the writing. That's a really good yeah. test mm-hmm. of does this writing work? Is if you could just hear it mm-hmm. and yeah. be entertained yeah. even without seeing what's going on. Like, does it work as radio theater? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it kind of does. Like, you and could just podcast this whole show, and I would be into it still. <laughs> and for a show like this, like we're watching season nine. And being so well entertained. Like, that's how good the writing is to go this long and have this many seasons and episodes. Like, that's impressive. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. I'm so glad. Yay. I've been like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. Like, since we started doing this show, 
I've been like waiting for an opportunity <laughs> to spring this on you. That's awesome. For real. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel so like everyone's got that show in their back I pocket like that we're few. all just waiting yeah. for it. Yeah. yeah, I've got like a few, and I was like pretty happy that we find Due South was one for me, so I, I know the feeling. Excellent. Oh, that's great. Thanks, Canada. For yeah. real. Yeah. <laughs> Man, appreciate what, a, what a gift. Oh, Canada. <laughs> uh, all right. So we have one more non-U.S. show week to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that goes over to T. Ravis. It does. And uh, we are going to go back across the pond to jolly old England um, because oh, we are going to watch. Now, <clears throat> anyone that knows me, at some point I have probably mentioned to you that uh, that – I am a big fan of Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's Sherlock Holmes. Oh. And of the iterations of Sherlock Holmes, because there are there are many. There are many. Uh, one for me stands above all the other ones. And that is Sherlock Holmes that began in the mid eighties. I believe it was nineteen eighty four. We'll get into it a little bit more next week, but uh, starring Jeremy Brett. And he did it for a long time and he is Easily my favorite incarnation of The Great Detective. So we're going to be watching an episode of The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes. Uh, I believe it's season two, episode two, but the the episode we're watching is The Greek Interpreter. Um, And uh, it is available to stream on BritBox. um, So you will have to watch it through there, but uh, I'm sure there are probably other means you can find it. Um, But I can't wait to talk about this because this, I... I came upon this. Uh, I want to say it was also on PBS, maybe. Um, I believe at some so. Point. I think so. And uh, I fell in love with it, and I became obsessed. I'd already been obsessed with Sherlock Holmes, um, and I'm going to talk about that more next week too. Yeah, but, I have uh, a lot to say about Sherlock Holmes. But yeah, this same. This is when I think of Sherlock Holmes. When I read Sherlock Holmes, this is the version that is in my head. The voice that I hear, all of it. So can't wait to show you guys this. Uh, so the Greek interpreter will be our episode for next week. So Fantastic. we we are gonna need to put together a survey for our next topic, which we mm-hmm. did we talked about doing and definitely did not. Yeah. So uh, check on our socials and or in the Discord yep. for that. Two dorks dot net slash Discord. I got it. I was there. You were there. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to get yeah. a poll up, you'll and you'll be able to vote on what our next topic yeah. What our be. next topic is going mm-hmm. to be. Um, I have a quick unexpected update for everyone. Uh, so we watched Encounter at Farpoint, Star Trek. Yes. A yes. couple, like, last theme. Mm-hmm. I have been watching TNG. Yes. Like, every night. So and happy. loving mm. the bejesus out of it. Yes. So thank you all. For getting me to watch it because it has brought me a comfort. Uh, like I honestly feel like I'm that eight year old back in my bedroom watching a show before I go to sleep. TNG is amazing. I need and I'm to having know, like, a wonderful where, time. Where are you at now? Mm-hmm. I'm only at like episode seven or eight. I okay. think there was a All lizard right. and a tiger that fought each other on a ship and a lot of nudity on a planet. Uh, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. This show is way thirstier than I ever expected it oh, to yeah. be. Oh, it, uh, it gets, there's some real good. There's some real good. I was like, what are these people wearing? What is happening? It as was little great. as they possibly could. Is that yeah. rising? Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I don't remember what the planet name was. But yeah, it was was something else. Oh, Uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm enjoying it a lot. Thank you all for, uh, thank you to those were the days for Mm. making me finally, finally get on board. It's great. That makes me so happy. Yeah. Um, so you can find us on uh, on that platform that used to be called Twitter uh, at Those Days Show, mm-hmm. and you can email us at those were the days show at gmail dot com. Um, so for Stephen, for Audie, for Travis, and for myself, this has been Those Were the Days. If my wife's watching, I'll be home after the meeting. Maybe we'll watch a little Dick Van Dyke. See you next week. <laughs> 